Being tuned in means putting we the people back in charge. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Up in the morning and out to school. The teacher is teaching the golden rule. American history and practical man. You study him hard and hoping to pass. Working your fingers right down to the bone. So uh, we were talking about uh, in abstract education, and I said this just uh, with tongue-in-cheek after watching what happened to the Loudoun County School Board this week. I don't think the Albemarle County School Board is going to be in any rush to get out of their little Zoom cocoon uh, and face what they faced uh, there from parents defending education, defending ed.org online. Elizabeth Schultz is back on the program with us. Uh, good morning, Elizabeth. How are you doing? Oh, good morning, Joe. Thank you for having me back. Um, I'm sorry to have to be back under these circumstances, having been in Loudoun the other evening, front and center uh, to a fiasco. Well, let me ask you, because Loudon, this is not the first time. I mean, there have been some very impassioned parents who have just so eloquently, uh, you know, whether it be reopening the schools, getting the kids back in the classroom, uh, all the way through now this critical theory turned into an educational proposal uh, that in many cases written by such noted educational firms as the Southern Poverty Law Center. Um, you know, Loudon County has been a hotbed, hasn't it? Well, it certainly has, but having served myself for two terms on the Fairfax County School Board, you know, you see things portrayed in the media, um, and you have a sense that you know what's happening. And I can tell you, I I just recently wrote a resource on the DefendingEd.org website for parents about the importance of being in the room to watch school board meetings, and little did I know that I was lecturing myself, because... There is no substitute. I cannot describe for you, because there is no description that will suffice, the disdain that I witnessed demonstrated by those school board members, the, the, the conduct that they modeled was unlike anything I've ever seen, and frankly, it has not been well portrayed in the media. You know, it, it's as if the, the conduct of the parents would, has been the center of what has been discussed, However, it was the behavior of the board members themselves, the tone that was set, you know, from videotaping, you know, sort of in an aggressive stance, um, parents before the meeting even began by one of the school board members, which I captured and put on my Twitter feed, um, at think underline Schultz, um, that showed that they were going to hold the parents in contempt. And their behavior set the stage for what happened the other night. In an abstract, Elizabeth, this is what has happened to our entire society. The elected officials are acting like the tyrants that we're just a necessary evil for them to have to deal with. And, you know, what do we know about education? These are the ones who have been anointed with the position on the Board of Education. It also belies to me a certain hubris that says, we don't need you to get reelected. You're you're just an inconsequential bunch of parents. Uh, You know, we know that, you know, wherever I get my money, I'll buy the TV and radio ads, and I'll get reelected. You know, I, when we talked the other day, I mentioned that all of this is an agenda 
that is driven to destroy the nuclear family and substitute government um, for the nuclear family and to, to de-emphasize parental rights and make people reliant on the government. And this is a march towards a Marxist-Communist mindset. Um, and when, when I was there, what I saw on grand display in Loudoun was that only dictators and tyrants seek to control the behavior of those they lord over. Um, these are public servants. Mm-hmm. These are school board members, but the only ones they were serving were themselves. So You had hundreds and hundreds of parents who were courteous, well-behaved. The mere breakout of, um, of clapping and acknowledgement that they had some, you know, um, agreement with a speaker enraged these board members so much that they got up and walked away mm-hmm. from the board. Not when they closed down the meeting. It happened before that. And I turned in utter confusion to somebody sitting, sitting next to me, and I said, where'd they go? They said, oh, this is what they do. I said, what do you mean this is what they do? They said, when we don't behave the way they want us to, they leave the room for five or ten minutes until we calm down. And, and the, just think about that. Elected officials cudgeling the public to conduct themselves the way the elected officials want them to. Mm-hmm. Is that not the exact inverse of exactly how they are supposed to behave? Right, absolutely, and and it's exemplar of a, of a group that's obviously not representing their constituents at all. Uh, and and this is interesting to me. So they vote to cut off comments. Uh, I've seen this happen here in Charlottesville. I've seen this happen here in Albemarle County. We even had a Charlottesville school teacher uh, get arrested for kicking a police officer in what I refer to as the gentles. Uh, b- because he he was not allowed to uh, continue to shout at the board over a leftist agenda, and uh, and uh, and we've seen it in Charlottesville City, where activists jump up and down on the furniture, uh, and the city council uh, is uh, forced to run off into an anteroom somewhere. But in this case. It, I know the answer to this, but but this, the police were called in and an unlawful assembly of a scheduled school board meeting was declared. Uh, tell everyone what the crowd was doing that got the unlawful assembly declared. Uh, I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> the fact that they cut off conversation with hundreds of parents left to speak when they are the ones who issued the agenda... They are the ones who invited the public to speak, and they are the ones who allowed that number of people to sign up. I hope tremendously that the parents who merely reacted to another speaker, there was no jumping on furniture. There was no um, uh, violent or even, I would even say, disruptive behavior whatsoever. Clapping is a First Amendment right. And people had even subjected themselves to doing the maniacal jazz hands, you know, trying to be um, conformist to what the school board wanted them to do to keep the meeting going. But when Senator Dick Black um, spoke, he clearly struck a nerve with those who were present. 
and by by merely you know um, agreeing with him by clapping and cheering, um, that seized the moment for that school board to do what I'm going to say to me from their conduct up until that point looks like it was planned. There were far too many speakers who were who signed up who were in obvious disagreement. Um, mm-hmm. th- there was an out number easily four to five to one um, uh, uh, of the people who were in disagreement with the school board. And that, that caused them to shut that down. I hope that if this happens again, whether it's in Albemarle County, uh, Loudoun County, Fairfax County, anywhere in the Commonwealth of Virginia, that someone who is later in the speaker line, who does not get to speak, who has their rights, their First Amendment rights, stripped away by people who are supposed to be public servants, uh, goes to the closest lawyer who is willing to take this case, and the lawyer should be lining up to defend the civil liberties of Virginians um, in every county of Virginia and, oh, I know and a file a lawsuit and hold them accountable. I, I know a few. Uh, is it true that the unlawful assembly was declared after the crowd started singing the, the Star-Spangled Banner? It was uh, approximately the same time. You know, yeah, I think you have amazing. to look at video to, to get to the exact uh, to the exact period, but it's it's irrelevant. The fact that the school board left, they decided that they were not going to um, listen to the very public whom they had 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 established there would be a public meeting for. Elizabeth, remember the public. It's a public meeting with public money. It's public education for public benefit. Hey, Elizabeth, and those public servants are not serving. Hang, hang on one second. What is the website again? Defending Ed CD, Defending Ed uh, um, dot org. Fox News and the so, forecast coming up after local news first from the Automated Office System Studios, WCHV AM and FM, Charlottesville. Elizabeth Schultz is on with us. Give us that website again, Elizabeth. Defending Ed, CD, defending Ed, uh, um, org. Parents Defending Education. So, one uh, of the things I want to follow up on, uh, you know, because I want people to go to your website, and I want them to go there and, and participate, but also send you notifications out of whatever school board it is uh, that's that are doing these things. Uh, what what is the recourse? I know there are some recall petitions. Recall is very hard in Virginia. Just you know, you have to get to a level just to get it into a courtroom, and then hope against hope that a judge will allow the case to go forward. Uh, but I know that there are some folks there calling for recalls. But I haven't seen what what do we need to do to encourage the the good representative people to run for these school board offices? Well, if you're within the sound of my voice. Um, and you have common sense, and you believe in um, the notion of a public servant um, working to serve a student-focused, academic, excellent-minded education, then you are capable of running for your local school board. We need good people who are value-centered, who believe that um, there is a role to govern, not to hand over to superintendents or, or unions or um, radical interest groups 
the education of our children. And you can do it. I actually have written a guide um, that is also a resource on our defendinged.org website on how to, uh, a primer on how to run for school board. There are lots of resources that are going to be coming forward to help people. And if you aren't the person that puts your name on the line, you are the person that can write a check. You are the person that can go door to door. You are the person that can help. Everybody has a role in this, um, but no one has no role. There are so many more of us than there are of the tyrants, uh, but they're going to be well-funded. I, I think we saw in the Commonwealth's attorneys' races, we talked about this earlier in the week, uh, you know, George Soros and the, the, the open society money that starts flowing into these small races because you can spend a much smaller amount of money in a lot of places. These school board races are going to find some of that uh, same support. Uh, and I believe we have until August 1 to get somebody on the ballot. Uh, but you gotta you gotta get going on it right now, don't you? You do. If if the election is this year, you have to get going now. Um, but it, it is possible. Just having more money doesn't always mean that you win. Right now, this is about energy. This is about passion. This is about the belief that we can do better than the people who are on our local school boards. And it is incumbent upon us to be participants in our own constitutional republic. And the only way you can do that is by paying attention to these low, quote-unquote, low-ballot races. The ones that are at the bottom of the ballot or actually have the outsized influence on how your money is spent and how your, your children's education turns out, which is really about how our culture and our nature, nation turn out. So it is of paramount importance to look within to see what you can do to either be a candidate or contribute to a candidate or help run a candidate uh, campaign because otherwise you're handing over um, this, this education system to more radicals. It's also in a in a Dillon rule state like Virginia, so much is done by the Board of Education, and that's at the hand of the governor. We've abdicated at least the last eight years and then eight years prior to that uh, to the the statist. Uh, I will uh, apply that because that's what they believe the state knows better. Uh, that's that's why you know Senator Dick, Dick Black's uh, testimony is so important in Loudon, uh, but also these uh, House of Delegates races too. I don't want to make it political, but these are the people who, if we can change some seats, can then can change some bodies on the state board of education, right? Not not only do the individual school board races matter, but of course the state legislature matter. You know, it matters because every single vote that we cast that sends another vote to Richmond that will speak for us instead of work against us um, will have a demonstrative effect on how education turns out in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And you're exactly right. The last eight years um, have been, you know, disastrous for our children, for our grandchildren, niece, nephew, you know, mm -hmm. all of it for their education, and now we're seeing um, the, the wages of that um, abandonment of our, of our local races and the state races. And we have to be stirred within, you know, 245 years ago next week, we threw off the tyrant. We threw off the king. We, we seized our liberty. And the time has come again, you know, for an educational revolution. Yeah, is to very say much. that this is worth this, again, 
our children are worth fighting harder for um, to save than the other side is willing to fight to destroy them. Amen to that. Elizabeth Schultz from the Board of Edu- you know, the U.S. Department of Education, Fairfax School Board, but now uh, Senior Advisor at uh, DefendingEd.org. Uh, thank you so much, and you have a great week. Thank you, Joe. Like us. Follow us. Just don't touch that dial. We don't know where that finger's been. Charlottesville's homepage, Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.